Say hello. I can't say hello, I'm a dog. Sniff it. Careful. No, don't do that. What's that under the table? It looks like a chocolate bagel. And why is the dog looking guilty as can be? If your dog's an infant, you need to be consistent so your family home doesn't smell of poo and wee. Hi there, my name's James, and thank you so much for checking out my podcast, Dad Mind Matters, helping men to safely navigate family life without losing their minds. In this podcast episode, I'm going to give you some tips about how to successfully toilet train your puppy. I'm a happily married father of four, I say four, three children and one golden retriever. I decided I wanted to set up this podcast because I really wanted to create an online community that genuinely supports parents, specifically dads, and I suppose even more specifically, dads like myself who often struggle with their mental health. If that sounds like something you would like to support, please follow my podcast, or if you watch this on my YouTube channel, please hit subscribe. All three of our children have been on at me and my wife about wanting to get a dog ever since all of their friends started getting dogs around the time of the first pandemic lockdown in 2020. As someone who helped to look after the dog as I was growing up, I explained to my kids that it wasn't fair to have a dog until there was an adult in the house every day of the week. A few months ago, my work situation changed and I'm now in a position where I work from home. And being true to my word, a couple of weeks ago, we got a golden retriever puppy who is absolutely lovely, adored by every member of the family and seems to be getting to grips with her poppy training. Give or take the odd puddle or the odd little stinky treat under the kitchen table. Unlike my wife, who actually read a few books about how to look after puppies and my daughter who did the same, I've got a bit more of a maverick approach. And I hate to admit it, which is why I'll say it really quietly, but one of the best things you can do is actually do what my wife did and read the book written by an expert. Not some bloke who had a dog when he was a kid. (laughs) Me. Anyway, I did go back and read that puppy book. And having had a puppy of our own for two months, this podcast episode is basically telling you what worked and what didn't work. In a nutshell, what didn't work is being maverick, having no structure and not listening to the professionals. Tip number one of how to successfully potty train your puppy, assign them a toilet area. One thing I would recommend doing, as well as having a crate inside for them to sleep in, and kind of retreat to when it's all getting a bit hectic, I would also maybe have a pen outside in the garden. Or if you don't have any outside space, maybe just in a different area of the house or flat. Having an area which is their designated toilet area will help to sort of minimise the accidents. In the same way that we did for our children when we were potty training them, it's about having a structure. When you've got a brand new child or a brand new puppy, you're going to have to learn their cues of when they need the loo. Sometimes you're going to get it wrong and there are going to be accidents and that's just what it is. In the same way that you should never scold your children for having an accident, you should never do the same for a puppy. Even if your puppy has an accident and wheezes on the floor or does a poo under the kitchen table, you should then take them and put them in the area. So for in our case, outside in the garden, but in the pen in the garden and embarrass yourself and amuse your neighbour by saying wee wee potty, wee wee poo poo, not wee wee potty, that makes no sense, wee wee poo poo. This may do nothing but amuse your neighbour, but if you do it enough and create a structure, they're going to link the fact with them doing a poo of where they need to do a poo. Tip number two of how to successfully potty train your puppy. When they do a poo or a wee in their pen, so in the right place where you want them to do a poo or a wee, praise them. Give them lots of cuddles, maybe give them a treat, although don't give them too many treats because you don't want a fat dog. 
It actually amazes the parallels between potty training a child and potty training a dog. It's very similar. In the same way that we all had to jump up and down and go, yeah, well done, you've done a poo on the potty. When our children were doing that, you have to do the same for your dog. They will link that good tone, the cuddles, the stroking, the encouragement of them having done a poo in the right place. And it will teach them that this is where they need to go. And tip number three of how to effectively potty train your puppy, give them lots of opportunities to go to the loo. I would say every 30 or 40 minutes, pick them up and put them in the area, put them in their designated loo puppy area. So for me, every 30 or 40 minutes, and if that helps you to set an alarm on your phone, then do it. I pick her up, give her a cuddle, then put her in the area. I watch her for five or 10 minutes. Sometimes she does a wee. Sometimes she stares at me blankly and looks confused but I do it consistently. The times that I think are absolutely essential to make sure she's gone to the loo and to put her in her designated loo area is after any meals. It's first thing in the morning. So our puppy's in a crate. So whoever's first down in the morning, whether that be my wife or my partner or my daughter, we take her out the crate, we pick her up and we go and put her in her area. And she quite often does a wee or a poo. We then praise her and then put her back in the house. I would also give them a chance to go to the loo after they've had anything to eat or drink or if they look like they might need the loo. This will obviously differ from puppy to puppy and you're going to make some mistakes. You're going to miss some cues and you're going to have to clean up some poo and some wee. Our mop and bucket has been a constant part of the furniture for the past month. But our puppy is starting to learn that our pen, which is on the other side of the back door, which she can see, is where she needs to go to the loo. And quite often when she needs to go to the loo, she goes and sits by the back door, which is a cue that she needs to go to the loo. If she goes to the back door or close to wherever you have designated is where she goes to the loo and starts barking or starts looking at you or looking a bit fidgety, then she might need the loo. And tip number four for a successful potty training, which I've kind of already mentioned in tip number three, take your puppy to the toilet area as soon as they wake up. Last thing before you go to bed and in our case, put them in the crate and every time after they've had something to eat or drink. If you do that, plus keep an eye on what they're doing, plus even have a bit of an alarm schedule that goes off every 30, 40 minutes, you probably can't go far wrong. And tip number five for successfully potty training your puppy, have a toilet schedule. I've already kind of mentioned this in the previous points, but what's really important is have a toilet schedule that everyone in the family is on board with. There's absolutely no point if your wife has a toilet schedule that she's sticking to, but you're not doing it. If you're being Captain Freestyle and basically just ignoring them, getting on with your day and actually just clearing up the poo and the wee in the house, that's not going to help the dog. That's going to really confuse her. Whoever in your house has responsibility for helping the dog go to the loo or doing anything to do with the dog, make sure they're following the same structure and schedule that you are. Quite often, if I'm busy, be that in a Zoom meeting or I might say to my daughter or my wife, or oh, haven't, she hasn't been for the loo, she needs the loo in 20 minutes. One of the best things I've found about having a dog is it's really gelled our family. Not only is every member of our family building a relationship with the dog, which is a lovely thing and brings so much comfort. And as someone who struggles with mental health, I'm already feeling I get so much support and emotional support and companionship from the dog. It's really nice walking through the front door and being greeted by a dog. It's much nicer than coming home to an empty house. And it's also given our children something to work together on. Something that's relying on them to stay alive and stay fit and healthy is much more interesting, even if your children might initially disagree with that comment, than Fortnite or just scrolling through social media. Quite often now, instead of the first hour of the morning being arguments about charges 
and requests for Robux. And my child wanted me to turn on Xbox. I come downstairs and I find the kids playing and cuddling with the dog. And everything's calmer. Yes, there are still arguments between my children. Yes, there are still arguments about lost book bags. But the dog has definitely contributed positively towards family life. And tip number six for successful puppy potty training, make sure you have a designated toilet training area. This needs to be the same place in your house. If you keep picking up your dog and putting it somewhere else in the house or garden to do a poo, I'm guessing outside as opposed to in the house, can dogs go to lose in litter trays? A dog litter trays a thing? I don't know. If dog litter trays a thing, or your puppy does its business in a litter tray, I'd be fascinated to know about that. Please let me know in the comments. In the same way that the dog's crate where it sleeps is going to kind of be the same place in our house, then where it goes to the loo should be the same place outside. So for us at the moment, it's on the patio outside. We initially had some problems with it being a bit confused. And having spoken to the breeder who told my wife that actually she put some fake grass outside in the pen and that seemed to work. We bought some fake grass, we put it outside and that did work. Obviously, the potty training work the breeder had done is what she remembered, and she just needed that consistent approach to know what to do. And tip number seven for successful potty training of a puppy, use a crate. My mum's got a Labrador, and I remember when she mentioned that initially, before seeing it, that she had a crate for the dog. It seemed a bit mercenary to me. I remember growing up, and the dog just had a dog bed, which I remember just being sort of a nice sort of plastic molded bed with some blankets in it. But having read the book, I can see that actually it's important for a dog to have its own space, a place it can retreat to when the kids are being hectic or it's getting a bit noisy or it wants to rest. And actually a dog bed can be accessed by small children. And if you want to keep them safe and stop them wandering around, then a dog crate's really useful. And a metal dog crate doesn't have to be inhospitable. It actually looks really comfy. I'm definitely thinking about designing a dad crate because it looks really nice. Somewhere I can lock myself away from the stress of the family could become a must-have product. In the same way that it's important for your children and yourself to have an area of the house maybe that's kind of your area where you can go, you can close the door and just be on your own, be in your own space. It's important for the dog to have that as well. The dog is a member of the family and therefore it needs some sort of place to retreat to. And tip number eight of successfully potty training your puppy have some puppy pads. I think when it's really little and has absolutely no concept of potty training, maybe in the first few weeks where it really can't even see that well, maybe putting down some puppy pads may protect the floor where the dog lives. But to an extent, if you want to get it into good habits, then I think you need to just bite the bullet and start taking it to the area you want it to do a poo. And actually, in fairness, if you're lucky, like we were, and the breeder's done quite a lot of the work already, then really, after a week or two, the accidents seem to be fairly few and far between. I really hope you got some from this podcast. And if you like what I'm trying to do or want to support the community, please follow it. Please maybe leave a review. Or if you watch this on my YouTube channel, please subscribe. I've also recently written a book called First Time Dad that's available on Amazon. Oh, look, it just happens to be there on the windowsill. I'm really trying to get some feedback for it. So if you'd like a completely free digital copy of it, please let me know. All I would need is your email address and I can send you a free digital copy. All I would hope for is you might give it a review on Amazon once you've had a chance to take a look at it. I hope wherever you are in the world, you're okay. Dad Mind Matters, helping men safely navigate family life without losing their minds. Two podcasts every week on a Monday and a Thursday.